Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Bonsoir, messieurs, dames. C'est le 19 mai 2013 et vous écoutez l'heure de plaisir avec Sandra Londres. Je suis votre hôtesse de la radio, Mademoiselle Sandra Londres, en direct de la plage au sud de la Californie. Hello, everyone. It is the 19th of May, 2013, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, uh, broadcasting to you live from the sunny, oh-so-sunny beaches of Southern California. In connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. The two songs you heard at the top of the hour were Lele by Axial and A4 Faces by Vordan Carmier. I will be right back with you in just a moment. But in the meanwhile, please enjoy this next song. I will now play 99 Bars by Steady Ascent. And I'll be right back with you. The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. One track mine, so I'm running where the hundreds at. Drugs in the mattress, so I'm sleeping where the money at. Trap at the studio, I'm trapping where I hustle at. Nine in my Louis bag, call that bitch my gunny sack. Haters trying to get me off my grind, it'll be none of that. Find your hat, you see me in the papers where the funnies at. Cop a new fit, then I'm back where the money at. Ice told me, boy, you gotta hustle if you won't pay. So I cut the hard on my plate just like a lunch tray. Counting Starbucks every night like a cafe. Hit the mall and bought and get more bust than an ashtray. Living like I'm dying every night, I see my last day. Cut the working bag and hit the block and serve my last day. Boy, I get it till I got it, then I get some more. Never had a main bitch, it always was another hoe. Fuck you think I hustle for? Strapped to get my oxygen. Drug money make it so I never need a job again. You can have a Washington's, I just want the Benzies. That means you can have a ones, fives, tens, twenties, and fifties. Never under twenty inches, riding big boy shoes. Got them Pirellis burning out on that two ten coupe with a see through roof. It ain't no ceilings in my Bentley's, eleven yappers with extended clips. No telling when I'm empty. They all be like, oh. He throwing hundreds out his pockets Hit a breezy, get Houdini Then I'm gone like go-go rocket Hey, to stop it with that rocket click Fofo on my rocket ship Nina with extended clips A shoddy with a chopper grip Gotta let the chopper rip I always keep a strap on me Run the option play I pitch the rocket, come right back to me Nina on the lap of me I never make a run alone If undercover's on the block The fiends will hit my mobile phone Fresh press like me alone Diamonds shining all in my charm Ice cubes around my neck With princess cuts hanging off my arm Top drop, don't be Alone. Gotta keep the ceilings off Wayne made it mandatory when he put no ceilings off Swagger blow the ceilings off Gucci down right to my toe Cap attention to all these hoes Wanna flash that cake and strike that pose Money, yeah that pretty much sums it up Going space in the club Whole team drunk as fuck All white bricks No, that's yellow diamonds Money like clockwork I got perfect timing AMG bitch I rep it till I'm dying Young nigga, I'm a star I be with Orion 
like a brick of rock. And in the club, I balls hard, bitch. Malone is stock. Jordan, bad bitches in the villa chilling. Look, the May backpack. It's me and seven women, rookie of the year. Ain't no niggas that's outscoring me. Whip shit and no niggas. My coupe got a toilet seat. Being in my pocket, I ain't speaking metaphorically. Shaking hands with Ben Franks. I got more than me. Money coming in every 60 seconds I spend bread to make bread, bitch Good investments Throwing hundreds on the floor Keep the change I dap you up and take your bitch That's a fair exchange I balls hard, jaws drop when I touch down My squad niggas throwing signs when I come around 850 to a stack, get you out a pound Seraphine exposed your stomach like ultrasounds Pushing work down 75 Molly coasting Trunk pop when the doors on that money get open Front of my chicken got it back but it does what I'm hoping Jesus forgive me all the caps and the swishes I open We cut it, we bag it, we split what's left over Gucci bag on my right, the K's on my left shoulder We get the most money and smoke the best Doja Boy that send me heat your ass up like some leftovers AMG and GSC better salute us nigga Come in our jungle you be liable to lose a nigga Did a bid but I heard you ain't the shooter nigga Claim you getting money but niggas ain't touch the group of figures I got precision with toolies I get mechanical Bricks of the OG we smoking on botanicals And if it's beef my niggas feasting like we Hannibal Now go and tell your people that we bald like Amber Rose Niggas quick to simmer down when that hammer show I fucks with real niggas real niggas who let that hammer go I got cloud in the hood, bitch, I get to poppin' We movin' babies in cradles, my niggas keep it rockin' Fuck you, pay me, he yellin' to the death of him Fuckin' competition, bitch, he better than the rest of them. Niggas bust your cantaloupe and leave your ass a vegetable Talkin' bout the kid, my niggas dump you with the rest of them. I'm stacking paper for a larger state. I'm eating rappers like dinner. I need a larger plate. That cannon bang like Philip Rivers. Get that charger face. That gun case will change your whole psychological state. That was 99 Bars by Steady Ascent. Can you believe this guy's from, like, Ohio? <laughs> Seriously? Kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, anyways, that song was courtesy of DJ DM. Thank you out there if you're listening. Um, and I almost forgot. I don't know how I could forget, but I uh, just wrote one of my latest erotic short poems just the other day, and I'll just I'll go ahead and read that and add that into the repertoire for this evening's show, um, it's called Our Little Diff. <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm pulling it up, and I'm using my new um, um, computer right now, a Mac. Can you even call a Mac a computer anymore? Like, is it its own thing? I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yes, so, yeah, excuse me while I tinker around a little bit here. But um, Our Little Diff, here we go. I'll put you up along my smile, bring you back down under a while, fill you with life, with the wisp of death, till we're both running clear out of breath, till we expire on sins and sighs, on dreams and fears upon our thighs. We'll bury deep here counting sheep to rise and shine in our daily grind. The end 
And that was inspired by a very delightfully pervy comment from uh, Sir Indy Bear out there in the world uh, <laughs> when I was chatting with him on Skype um, in the very late morning um, on the day that I published it. What was that? Uh, I can't see it right now. Let's see. No, 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 no. Like Wednesday, this past Wednesday. So there you are. Um, I have two other live readings lined up for you all this evening. Uh, one will be um, the Lady of Death, and the other will be uh, an, uh, an editorial called The Eternal Consumer or The Myth of the Happy Ending. And this is like, it's cute because it's like, it's the paper that I wrote uh, when I took a summer course at uh, UC Santa Barbara um, eight years ago, <laughs> almost um, almost exactly eight years, just shy of two months or so, um, that I wrote for a media studies class. And here I am, eight years later, like, rocking out <laughs> with a lot of media publishing and various endeavors. So, um, yeah, I had forgotten I had written it, and I just saw it was like a paper, um, and I got comments on it afterwards. Um, and it was, yeah, it was smiley face all over. So I figured, hey, I might as well read it. That would be kind of sweet, yeah. So <laughs> I'll read that very shortly. Um, I will play right now a song for you. Um, but let me just say a big happy birthday um, to anyone who's experiencing a birthday this, uh, well, today or within the past week. Um, a few famous birthdays would include... Uh, Malcolm X, Jim Lehrer, Nora Ephron, Pete Townsend of The Who, Andre the Giant, The Wrestler, Grace Jones, uh, Georges St-Pierre, Eve Angel, and Lily Cole. So happy birthday, uh, one and all. And I will now play... Hmm, ooh, I'll play Airplane by Kyle Young, and I'll be right back with you. The call-in number is 858 815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Soul on the beat. Listen, 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 pay attention. I am from the place where repenting is a crime. I do airplane in the sky. Sitting in my room, spitting poems to myself. And my AKG never play deep. Airplane, airplane, airplane in the sky. And I'll do this shit. You won't pass me because I got the brains and the bronze of a tyrant. I am never violent. I am never silent. I'm forever airplane in the sky. Kid, I am a slob when I'm spitting. Rappers, itis, listen. To me, cause I'm like King Midas. Got that golden touch, got a golden Dutch honeys. They never get me for my money, cause I'm dug like funny. Dig digging up your grave, bigger than the hay. Niggas wanna hay, niggas need to date themselves because they get hay. And as the shit plays, I be getting paid every day, and I get chips like lays. I can't have just one, never. Yeah. Yell, because forever I will sever your head If you try to get airplane, 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 Have your uh, mo dead uh, Then I be like uh, Girl, can you give me mo airplane, Yo, Agnes I was on with that baddest bitch That was her name She was like a radish All red bubble But she got the bubble gun When I stick it in her She be shitting for a couple months uh, airplane, Cause I love to cunt uh, I love to push Yo, I love to push airplane, And I love to get it every day Like to hit it every way I don't give a fuck Because the kid will forever spray 
Word. Word. With the sneeze guard, with the mouth spitting, written from the dome. Listen, there's a shit these poems out like they airplane, airplane, airplane. Oh, food that process. Yeah. I am on the airplane, not in the projects. I'm in the studio uh, with a fat booty hoe. Really, uh, really straight like an arrow. Got my eye on the sparrow. Uh, I am like the pharaoh of H-I-P, H-O-P, never stop me because I'm so airplane, 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 I will rock these speakers, make them explode, implode to the low blows, Uh, like when I goes on your girl's nose, because I'm a pro and she's a fucking airplane, airplane in the sky, I came with that because I'm insane and I blame the rap, because I blame the weed and I blame the elk and I blame the talcum, I blame the powder, I blame the chowder, I blame the sound, if I'm playing around. Round and I flame your town. Now the name is now Air, airplane in the sky. Because I'm ripping it and flipping it and getting it good. Because I'm sitting in the women when I'm in the wood. Play, 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 air, airplane in the sky. Bitches, they tell me tons of things. Tell me that they love me because the way that the brothers sing. Picking up the pieces, picking up the reason, picking up the sonar. Uh, I am fucking so raw. Airplane. Yeah, because I rip every day with uh, my AKG. Uh, uh, you don't play with me because I'm so fucking spacey. I am that dude because I never, never snooze and I never, ever walk because I'm always on the grind. And I'm always on the grind. Yeah. I'm always flying higher than an airplane in the sky.
just heard Airplanes by Kyle Young and Rewind by Kuka. She's from Australia. If she ever comes to the States, I want to know about it, especially California, because I want to go to her concert. She's awesome. Alrighty. Um, okay, I will um, do my reading of The Lady of Death. Uh, it was written on um, Friday the 13th, July 13th, 2012, and published on livinggrind.com uh, on Saturday. Ah! <laughs> Saturday, July Ah, yeah, July 14th. Okay, and it's called uh, The Lady of Death. It is a night like any other, or at least it starts out this way anyways. At about 3 a.m., the phone rings abruptly. Our dear Madeline is stuffed into a tiny, tight black tank top with skulls, a brown leather ball gag is lodged firmly between her pink, puckered lips. Billy's large, veiny cock is poised and freezes mid-plunge into Madeline's tight, pert rear. Maddie lunges forth, propelling her lean, slender body towards the nightstand. Grasping earnestly for the void receiver, the phone continues to chime incessantly, filling her boudoir with its inane, Persistent refrain. Ah! Uh, Maddie gasps, releasing the ball gag as she feels Billy's wood spontaneously unleash its hot, wet venom inside of her. Billy's spillage begins to trickle down the smooth curve along the crease of her buttocks. It continues its descent, painting proud white streaks along her fishnet clad inner thighs. Fuck! Billy straightens up, extracting his prematurity with caution and retreat. He falls backwards into a crumpled heap onto the silk spread beneath him. Sorry, Maddie hisses an apology over her shoulder, waving her bare bottom seductively in Billy's direction. Yes, yes, she continues. I could make it there in about... Um, Say, 20, 30 minutes? Sooner? Um, she pauses, sighing quietly. Really? Billy mouths back, sitting back up on Maddie's four-poster bed. Billy is momentarily bewildered. He stares intently at his newly minted main squeeze. Yes, I see. Maddie regains her composure. I'll be there uh, just as soon as I can. I'm on my way. I'll hurry. I just need to call for a cab. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, the address, please? Maddie grabs her notepad and pen, always at the ready on her nightstand. Maddie hangs up. Oh, I see. You're working, eh? Billy jeers with a sardonic grin. Billy, baby, you've known this since day one, Madeline chides impatiently, searching in vain for baby wipes with which to catch the remnants of Billy's progeny. Will you be here when I get back? Madeline switches gears flirtatiously as she scampers off, making a beeline for the shower. Maybe. Billy draws that slowly, a feigned indifference. 
Billy slinks back beneath the silken sheets and gathers Maddie's large, super-patterned velvet throw. He lifts it up and over himself, burrowing his head completely. Billy's pride and joy now lies with sticky, sweet submission between himself and the mattress. Goo. Madeline scrubs herself down as thoroughly and quickly as possible. Babe, she calls out. Can you call down to the doorman for a cab, pretty please? All righty then, Billy grunts and reaches for the call button on the nightstand. Ah, lordy, Madeline chirps, shivering from the waft of cold air that envelops her naked body. Opening her wardrobe loosens the towel about Maddie's bulbous breasts. With a soft thud, it hits the floor in one fell swoop. Ugh, she moans wearily. I could just die, she cracks as she rummages around her dresser for something decent to wear. Yeah, Billy perks up half-heartedly from beneath the sheets. Because I killed that shit. <laughs> Plunge. Huh? Ha! Such a funny, funny man. My darling pretty. Madeline rolls her eyes as she teases him mockingly. Go to sleep, she commands cheekily. She pauses to delight in the stirrings arising from his boastful proclamation. It compels the most wicked instant replay, engulfing her underbelly passionately and without warning. Her pussy trembles. Clutching her overcoat in one hand, Madeline leans down and peels back the zebra's throat with the other. She kneels down hastily and kisses Billy's cheek, hoping to stifle the animalistic desire threatening to overwhelm her. He squirms initially and then smiles broadly with his eyes still closed. See you. Whenever Billy offers weakly as he succumbs more and more to dreamland. Um, hmm. Madeline murmurs affirmatively before grabbing her gear, notepad, and house keys on her way out of the door. Madeline barrels down the winding staircase, duffel bag in hand. She pulls back her raven black tresses, scooping them up into a slick updo and smoothing the loose strands neatly behind her ears. Good morning. Roger, the burly but affable doorman, greets Maddie good-naturedly. Top of the morning to you, young man, Madeline responds cheerfully, greedily eyeing the mug of cafe mocha Roger has set out for her in the lobby. Picking up the coffee carefully, Maddie smiles and thanks Roger as she heads out to the street, hastening towards the taxi. Off to the races, Maddie salutes Franklin, the cabbie, with a smile as she slides into the back seat setting her bag beside her. Where to, madam? Franklin winks. 176 Jonestown Drive, please, sir. Maddie replies, circling the scribbled address slowly with her neatly manicured nails. She grabs her pen from her jacket pocket and notes the time. 3.17 a.m. Her chosen destination is not a far cry from her own neighborhood, but it may as well have been. Figuratively, they are worlds apart. 
Madeline has come to prefer this live-work segmentation. At home, she likes vanilla, safe, boring. At work, she likes excitement, the thrill, mystery, to get lost and found again, darkness and light, clarity, repose, chaotic silence. As she exits the town car, Maddie offers a warm farewell to Franklin, tipping a bit more than usual for having delivered her in record time to Jonestown Drive. She approaches the dilapidated housing tenement with no delay. Looking down to her notepad, she reads down further. 176 Jonestown Drive, apartment 13. Maddie looks back up and notes the call box with faded lettering to the left of the entryway. Gulping down the last bit of mocha from her mug, she buzzes apartment 13. A baritone voice responds curtly, Yes? Madeline Wells, crime scene investigator, Maddie calls out into the night. The end, an original erotic short story written on Friday the 13th, uh, 2012 at 4.30 p.m. by yours truly, Sandra London. Hope you all enjoyed that rereading just there. I will give you a song, and I'll be right back with you. The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. And I have one more live reading heading your way in just a little bit. Here you go. I'll play Rain by Frank Joshua. I gather 
that was uh, Prazer Romantica by Karina Buer. Um, and yes, okay. All right, so I wrote this uh, next um, uh, story I will read for you. Um, it was to a writing prompt uh, when I was taking a media class back in 2005. Um, yes, okay. All right, it's called the, the Eternal Consumer or the Myth of the Happy Ending. I found myself lamenting recently over a cup of coffee while at lunch with a friend. You know, it's really rather depressing, I start. What's depressing, he asks. I say, that life is so random, with faux indignation. I mean, it's not at all like TV. <laughs> On television and advertising and in the movies, there's always the happy ending or the ideal to live up to. Things always seem to follow a linear path. You'll be happy, successful, rich, skinny, beautiful, perfect, um, but, 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 but only after you do this. Do we really, as a society, have this all figured out? And what is this exactly? Are we to be the eternal consumer of ideas, products, and images? I, I often wonder, is it really true? Are we really just hamsters in a cage? continuously spinning our wheels. As a current student of critical theory, I'm learning to constantly analyze images and symbols that I encounter in my daily life on what it means to be and how we formulate ideas about what it means to be happy, as well as what shapes our desires and ambitions. It seems to me that Marx nailed it with his idea of commodity fetishism, which is basically the obsession with the accumulation of material objects. I would take this one step further in relating it into buying into the ideas and images and media of what it takes to be truly successful. And naturally, uh, sorry, <laughs> living in Hollywood, it is evident that even ideas about people are commodified. Is there a true identifiable key to happiness and success, or is there just fitting in? How many times have you heard yourself say, <laughs> ah, well, maybe not that. Hold on. <laughs> How many times have you heard yourself say, when I have blank, then I'll be happy, or if only blank, then I could just relax? Is it in man's nature to con continually want more than he has and be like everyone else? Or has this idea been placed into our heads by a socially constructed force which attempts to shape our desires? Seems to be pretty heavy stuff, but it is worth examining. Adorno states, the masses have become the silent majority, an imploded concept which absorbs images passively. Can we accept this as fact? The notion of the passive audience being manipulated by media influences is a loaded one, but not without some merit. For example, most forms of media allow no discourse nor interaction. When we turn on the television set, we can flip through all the channels we want, but we cannot control what images will be allowed into our homes and what thoughts may become pervasive in our minds over time as a result. Are we paralyzed by the constant yet subtle urge to buy, possess, and consume media to attain a certain idealistic image, career, home, life, or staff? Is it a valid assertion that the necessity inherent in the system is not to leave the consumer alone, not for a moment, to allow him any suspicion that resistance is possible? The solution, then, 
would seem to call into question our whole notion of what it means to resist. We must remember that the goal of most media in our country is profit-driven. If there's no market for a product, the product does not exist. If the medium cannot attract advertisers and its potential audience cannot afford to buy it, it probably doesn't exist. The political economic argument suggests that media ownership in the hands of the few elite ultimately control the images and products we have access to. So then are we only doing what they want us to? Are they filtering the ideas we are allowed to entertain about the world, about ourselves, about others? Did we consent to this? <laughs> Croteau and Hoynes wrote, Consent is something that is one. Ruling groups in a society actively seek to have their worldview accepted by all members of society as the universal way of thinking. Then how did we get to this point? My presumption is <clears throat> that the capitalist market has mixed the exchange of ideas with the language of commerce and has taken it way too far. There's no broad generalization that can be effectively applied to the masses, yet media appears to have assumed this role. Individuals are much too complex to be bought and sold to the highest bidding advertiser, yet it would appear as though in a subtle yet pervasive manner our way of looking at the world and ourselves have been dramatically influenced by the images we see. If I had a penny for every time a friend's parents would drone on about how awful and animalistic those people were, and who those people were could change depending on who was talking, or how sure she was or he was, or just about everything in the world because they'd seen it all before, well, I'd be retired. <laughs> False consciousness is alive and well, I take it. And sometimes I want to cringe especially when it comes from someone who's never ventured very far from the confines of their living room, and they spend hours upon hours uh, and paralyzed in front of the television or in front of the Internet. <laughs> and these are people who vote faithfully every year. Scary to wonder where it is that some of their ideas uh, come from when they vote yay or nay. Or what about the young women I've met who struggle to pay their rent each month because they blow their whole paycheck at Louis Vuitton? How does one establish an identity when there's no room for the individual, only pre-established prototypes of the same old, same old, being shuffled in and shuffled about because one ought not question the status quo? That was <laughs> that was what I wrote. Um, um, Yes, for a media class I took in the summer of 2005. Um, I I don't know if my feelings have changed much since then. Have I not evolved? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I hope you all enjoyed that out there. And I will give you a song, and I will be right back with you. Uh, I will play... Uh, eh. Where did it go? Okay, I'll play Peace of You by Dub Seeds. Here you go. Here we go. <laughs> 
Hello, all you sexy naked girls radio listeners. Have yourself a naked day and make it a naughty night with me, Sandra London, on Playtime with Sandra every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.